Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony, and welcome to this Wednesday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. How are you today? I'm doing well. You Yourself? Look, I'm good. You look fine. Thank you. You're all dressed snazzy in your robe because it's, I don't know, like 12 degrees today. I know, it's so cold. I have my robe over everything. It's the, officially the first day of autumn, and I think that we've just jumped right from summer to winter. It's yeah, it very felt chilly. like that. It's supposed to be nice tomorrow, though, 80, oh, so. Oh, really? I hope so. Yeah. All right, let's start with news from the Disney Parks blog. Uh, today is World Rhino Day. I did not know there was a World, World Rhino Day. There's a day for everything. It also happens to be World Ice Cream Cone Day, or I'm sorry, International Ice Cream Cone Day. It is. Do you yeah. have an ice cream cone for me? I, w- I will later. You will? Sure. All right, good. Okay. I have ice cream cones. You just have to go to the store and get me ice cream. Will do. Okay. Uh, so today is World Rhino Day, and there's some big news out of Disney. Three white rhinos are pregnant. Nice. It wasn't me. <laughs> I was nowhere near the Animal Kingdom in the past six months. Thank goodness. Um, but the rhinos are the world's second largest land an- land animals. Did you know that? Behind what? The elephant? Uh, yes. I'm guessing. I don't know <laughs> what the first one is. Um, uh, so three white rhinoceroses are pregnant. It's the first time they've ever had this many uh, pending pregnancies uh, as far as rhinoceroses, rhinoceri go. Uh, Kendi... Uh, who was the first rhino born at Animal Kingdom in 1999, is first due with a calf uh, expected in October. Zhao is expected to give sometime uh, birth sometime in the fall of 2021. That's a year from now. Wow. It's uh, a long time It's got to be a long gestation period. Um, and then the uh, third one is Lola, who is due in the fall or winter of 2021. Wow. So, yeah, if you're on a safari and you see them, uh, you know, give them some extra room. And they're going to be moody. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. All right. Um, oh, do you want to know how long the gestation period I is? I do, for yeah. Rhino? It is 16 to 18 months. So it's a year and a half in the making. Wow. That's yeah. a long time. But uh, it's all under the guidance of the veterinarians in the park. So it's uh, it's very cool. And uh, when they're born, the calves weigh between 88 and 140 pounds and can stand within the first hour. I could see it would take some time to cook that. Oh, I was like, why are you going to cook a rhinoceros? <laughs> no, in the rhino belly. Yes. All right. Um, some additional locations have been added for mobile order. Yes. Um, there have been some new mobile order quick service locations that are uh, now available through the My Disney Experience app. The Market at Ale and Compass at the Yacht Club Resort. P&J's Southern Takeout at Disney's Fort Wilderness Resort. The Boardwalk Bakery and Pizza Window at Disney's Boardwalk. So they are continuing to add uh, restaurants as they can, uh, putting a lot of effort and uh, new functionality into the My Disney Parks, uh, My Disney Experience app, which is which is pretty cool. Yeah, good. Um, and through October, Disney is doing Mano Monday. Mando Mondays. Oh, Mando! I forgot the yes. D. Yes, you did. <laughs> Mando Mondays. It is a bounty of all new products inspired by The Mandalorian. So every Monday you'll get uh, new releases of products, including books, comics, and digital content. Where are they releasing this on Shop Disney? Uh, Just uh, online. They have a website, of course, mandomondays.com. Oh, all right. So on Friday you watch a new episode of uh, uh, The Mandalorian. And then Mando Mondays, you see what new toys, apparel, and uh, books and comics are unveiled. Mm-hmm. First wave of Mando Mondays, oh, kicked off today at 1 p.m. 
It looks like we got some uh, Funko Pops and uh, Funko Pops. I like Funko Pops. Yeah. Disney marketing at its best. They're good. They are. Yeah. All right. Um, Hong Kong Disneyland has set the date for reopening, and it is September 25th. That's right. They had initially closed on January 26th. They reopened on June 18th. And then they closed again on July 13th due to a second wave of COVID-19, which in Hong Kong, I think, was 10 people that caused them to go through a second lockdown. Mm -hmm. Um, So now they are opening September 25th. They will continue their measured approach with health and safety measures implemented as a top priority, including capacity control, health screenings, temperature checks, requiring face masks, social distancing, and employing increased cleaning and disinfecting. So same thing we've seen at all the other parks. Right. All right. Um, this is sort of silly news, but, um, the Mickey planter in front of the entrance to Disneyland has been refreshed. That's right. There's been a lot of activity around the front of the park, which is, uh, uh, you know, both parks, if you've never been to California, both parks are what? Probably within both parks, 200 meaning... feet of each other, California Adventure and Disneyland. Right. Their entrances, uh, there is an esplanade in the middle of the parks, um, and you can see the entrances. Right. So it's not like one's Disney to the World. left and one's to the right. Exactly. Um, and the Mickey planter, uh, there's a floral planter, just as there is in Florida, in front of the train station, uh, which has uh, Mickey in flower form. Mm-hmm. Um, and over the past few months during the shutdown, uh, it has been kind of faded. However, everything has been freshly planted so that the uh, flowers are now bold and fresh. So people think that between that and all of the social distancing signage that is now going up in the area, that something is afoot. Well, it better be. And it should be because as a follow-up to that story, um, Disney Parks chairman uh, Josh DeMauro held a press conference today, a private press conference. Um, He stated that uh, Disney is ready, and more importantly, it is time to reopen the parks. He is putting additional pressure on uh, Governor Gavin Newsom uh, to announce the guidelines. And, uh, you know, DeMauro has said, the longer we wait, the more devastating the impact will be on the local economy, which supplies 80,000 jobs in the area. Yeah. Good point. Yep. In Florida, the Magic Kingdom has added some additional social distancing measures at Peter Pan. That's right. They've put up the plexiglass barriers in the queue now for the, for the attraction. Um, these look to be pretty cool. They're about six feet tall. Uh, plexiglass goes up from, a, I'd say, about midway. Uh, yeah, yeah, it doesn't go down to the ground because there's right. really no – your feet aren't going to infect somebody else. So it starts at maybe like uh, waist level and then goes up far enough to be about high six, enough for like a tall person. Yeah. All right. And I, that seems like it's through the outdoor – according to these pictures here, it looks like it's through the outdoor sections. I wonder if it goes into like uh, Wendy's room. That I don't know. Yeah. There's no no word on that, but uh, they have added it. Mm-hmm. I like to refer to these as the sneeze guards. Yeah, great. It's not a salad bar, honey. No, it's not. All right. Um, and then you had another story? That's right. Uh, in, in, in another part of social distancing, um, they have now turned the 2020 Disney Wine and Dine Half Marathon and uh, Princess Half Marathon Weekend have both been turned into virtual events. What a bummer for them. Like, those are such big money makers. Yeah. That's uh, 70,000 people per race weekend are drawn plus, into yeah. Disney. Plus their, their guests. Well, that's the total. Oh, it, 70, it is. 70,000 okay. on a race weekend. All right. Um, and then 
the East Main Street bypass in the Magic Kingdom um, is being opened due to the cavalcade crowds. Yeah, there's a small bypass that goes between Tony's Town Square and Tomorrowland. It kind of goes behind all the shops on Main Street there. Usually that's open for events like um, We've been the for Not the So Scary yeah. Halloween Party, Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. It's where they hand out the sugar cookies at Christmas time and you get your bags at Halloween. Um, they also use it when, when crowds are heavy, like 4th of July, Easter. Yeah, getting people in and out of the parks. Right. Um, so they're now saying that these uh, rainy day cavalcades, um, people are having a tough time social distancing right. uh, during it. And it's causing a lot of backup on the sidewalk. Mm-hmm. So for people who don't want to watch the cavalcade, they have opened up this bypass for them. Right. Well, it's such a big walking area. It's hard to have something blocking a big portion of that and then people standing to watch it. So, I mean, these cavalcades are not announced times. They just pop up whenever. Right. But, you know, if you're just sort of walking through there and one pops up, now you stop walking and you stand to to watch it, which is what's intended to happen. That's fine. And I think at other parts of the park, that works out just fine because there's not that many crowds or the and or the um, the area is wide enough that there's plenty of room for people to go around even while people are stopped, but not so much on Main Street. So no, and they're sense. and they're also using the sidewalk to queue people up that want to get into the various stores yeah, yeah, on Main right. Street. Yeah. So it's just it's a little bit of a nightmare. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's good that they have a solution for that. Mm-hmm. Um, in Epcot, going back to a story that we were talking about so many months ago, um, Space Two Twenty signage has been installed. What even is Space Two Twenty? Do we even remember? Space Two Twenty is a space themed restaurant which will simulate you dining two hundred and twenty miles above the Earth. Um, with these gigantic uh, monitors that look out into outer space. And uh, this is going to be between Mission Space and Test Track. And we've been talking, I think it was, it's been supposed to open since, I don't know what, like 1998? Yeah, right. No, it was supposed to be like, it was supposed to be like the fall of, uh, 2019. 2019. Yeah. And then it, it did, it got pushed back and pushed back. And we were talking about like thinking it was going to open soon back in like February. Right. Um, and then obviously that didn't happen. And then they had to replace one of the monitors, but in order to do that, they had to cut through the roof because the monitors were too big to get inside. And it was just a, it was a whole big mess, uh, big mess. but the, the signage has been installed. Um, it's there, but it's still underneath uh, a wrap. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, maybe they'll open at some point next year. Right. I mean, I think they're going to wait until, um, their capacity can be closer to full Right. Before they finally decide to debut this thing. Um, another spot to eat, the Donut Box and Cool Wash is preparing to open. That's right. Those are actually two different things. Oh. Uh, the Donut Box is a small box, which is over near the Cool Wash. Cool Wash is outside of Test Track, and it looks like, like a the car wash. Car right? wash they just sell which drinks. Which is one of the fun like, things to do. They, they usually sell, sell frozen. Cokes and frozen ice cokes cream bars and, and frozen yeah. Cokes. Okay. Uh, the Donut Box sells. Donuts. Donuts. Nice. Um, and they are preparing to open as part of the International Food and Wine Festival, which is already underway. Yeah, weird. Yeah. Um, and then this is this is kind of big. Uh, after Hours Fireworks Testing is happening on September 23rd. That's right, in Epcot. We're still still in Epcot. Right. Um, after Hours Fireworks will be uh, Fireworks Testing will be taking place in the World Showcase Lagoon. Uh, testing is expected to conclude prior to midnight that evening. Uh, fireworks will be launched in the park. Guests that are on select on-site resorts, uh, primarily those around Crescent Lake, which is the boardwalk 
uh, the Yacht and Beach Club, the Borg, Boardwalk Inn, the uh, uh, and the DVC properties that are there, as well as the Swan and Dolphin, uh, have been advised that they might hear loud noises from their rooms during this test. Yeah, so this just plays in, I'm looking back here to see if I can find it, what the starting date is. But the hours at Epcot are changing. I think now they are 11 to 8, mm -hmm. and they're going to be changing to 12 to 9. Uh, and you had mentioned, oh, I wonder if that is due to maybe starting a fireworks again. And that seems like it might possibly be something now that they're testing fireworks. That's right. And it's probably a test for their new show, Harmonious, which uh, was set to debut in 2020. Of course, that's been pushed back due to COVID. Um, Illuminations was replaced by a, a short placeholder show back in the fall. And uh, Harmonious, um, you know, Harmonious, the work is underway. They've been working on fire firework barges for that. Uh, so this is just uh, another part of that test. There's still no date as to when uh, Harmonious will start or when any of the nighttime spectaculars at Walt Disney World will resume. All right, so I found it here. On November 27th, the hours are going to shift to be 12 to 8. They must be 11 to 7 right now. All right. So, I mean, 8 o'clock's late enough to start fireworks. It'll be dark. It will. Even in Florida. Yep. All right, uh, where are we here? Mm -mm. All right, so now we're going to move on to Disney Springs. Um, they have new weekday dining discounts. I'm very interested in this. I love a discount. They do. So there are 20 different locations that will allow you to save 20% off of select menu items. These offers are good on Monday through Thursday through October 29th. And they tell you to be sure to mention weekdays at Disney Springs to get your discount. So I don't know if this is something you actually have to request or if they will give it to you if you order these items. Uh, Blaze Pizza, 20% off with the purchase of pizza and a drink. Chef Art Smith's Homecoming, 20% off shrimp and grits. City Works Eatery and Poorhouse, 20% off Tex-Mex mac and cheese or smoked cheddar mac and cheese. Deluxe Burger, 20% off shakes. The Edison, 20% off their queen, queen cut prime rib. Enzo's Hideaway, 20% off the Dolce Vita Chatisserie board. Just charcuterie. Charcuterie. Charcuterie board, sorry. Uh, Frontiera Cucina, 20% off red chili chicken enchiladas, garlicky mushroom and eggplant tacos, cochinita pibil, and sparkling margarita. Haagen-Dazs, 20% off any Dazzler Sunday. Hot diggity dogs, mac and cheese, Disney food trucks, 20% off any purchase. That right now that is probably That makes a lot my, more sense. I mean, favorite. what a pain in the neck. Uh, Joffrey's Company, Jeffrey's Coffee and Tea Company, 20% off pumpkin cream brulee, cold brew, or nitro <laughs> brew. Could we be any more specific? I know. Uh, Mario and Enzo's, 20% off pollo a la parmesan. I thought we already did Mario and Enzo's. That was Enzo's hideaway. Oh. There's two locations. Uh, Morimoto Asia, 20% off Peking duck ramen. Paradiso 37, Taste of America's, 20% off ap any appetizer. Pizza Point, 20% off the big Roman pizza slice. Planet Hollywood, 20% off the entire bill. Thank you, Planet Hollywood. There's not much that I would uh, go to for, you know, go, <laughs> go to Planet Hollywood for, but they're giving you 20% off everything, uh, except alcohol, prime rib, or grouper. Uh, the Polite Pig, 20% off spiced pork rinds with pimento cheese dip. <laughs> Splitsville Luxury Lanes, 20% off loaded fries. Uh, Sunshine Churros, 20% off any purchase. Starbucks, 20% off merchandise and retail coffee. Wetzel's Pretzels, 20% off the cinnamon bits. And Wolfgang Puck Express, 20% off handcrafted gourmet pizzas. Okay, that's so not bad well, that's not a bad deal either. Yeah, most of these I am not going out of my way 
to go order one of these things. No, I'm I'm not going to be ordering the spiced pork rinds with pimento that cheese dip so just so awesome. I can save 20%. No, no, that's very funny. But it does state in the uh, uh, in the terms of the uh, announcement that guests must mention weekdays at Disney Springs. You know how pissed I'd be if I went to the Polite Pig and, and ordered you were these twenty percent off your bill and and ordered these pork rinds just to save twenty percent, and then they didn't give it to me because I didn't say it. What's an order of pork rinds cost you? I have no idea. Eight dollars, maybe. So you're saving uh, what forty a dollar sixty twenty percent? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, you know, Wolfgang Puck Express, uh, the food trucks, they're doing 20% off your whole purchase. Planet Hollywood, most of your purchase. Well, there's things that you might buy, you know, you might buy anyway. I mean, the pizzas are good at... Um, Blaze. Uh, no, that's not where I'm going. I don't know. I want to say California Pizza Kitchen. That's not what I'm trying to say. Pizza Point? No. Wolfgang Puck. Wolfgang Puck, yes. Okay. The pizzas are good there, so like I can see going there just because you wanted right. the pizzas, not because you wanted the twenty percent off, and then the twenty percent off is just a bonus. But um, yeah, most of these are dumb. Yeah, they are. <laughs> I'm, um, I'm glad we wasted everyone. I know. We just wasted three minutes on this story. <laughs> well, you were concerned it wasn't going to be a long enough show, so That's you know. Uh, Disney's Grand Floridian is readying for reopening. That's right. The uh, NBA bubble fencing has been removed. And the Disney's Grand Floridian uh, Resort and Spa will open on September 21st. Yay! Yeah, so there's there's been some damage to the grounds from the fencing. You know, the, some of the grass is dead where the fencing was uh, because it did it. They didn't have the whole resort; they had a section of it. So they put up this big blue security fence so no one could see through there. Um, they did put some poles in the ground, which now you know have discolored cement that's not the same color as the rest of the walkways. Um, so it's a temporary fix. Expect there to be more permanent solutions done. It'll give the groundskeepers uh, something to keep them employed. That is true. And and there's been some rumor that um, that the NBA might come back next year. Oh, that'd be good. Yeah. So nice. who knows? Um, and then some, some news about the Polynesian Village. They are getting um, updates. They're not opening right away, so they're going to have some things done to them first. That's right. The Polynesian Village Resort will not reopen until September 21st, um, September 2021. Um, the DVC component is open, but the regular resort will not be open. So they're going to do a lot of work on the Great Ceremonial House, which is uh, slated to begin next Monday. Um, Disney has announced some details on that refurbishment. So they are going to have a new port cochere, which is the entryway, and a modified monorail station. Uh, the Great Ceremonial House will lose a number of their uh, crossbeams in the uh, building. Hmm. Um, while it will uh, still have the architectural detail of the crossbeams, it will have a more sophisticated, cleaner look. Um, and uh, most of this construction is going to be done uh, overnight from 10 p.m. to 4.30 a.m. Uh, because... Uh, the DVC is still using the DVC Great Ceremonial House. Stuff, yeah, right? that's where the restaurants are and everything for the so, DVC resort. Uh, beginning October 4th, the Kona Cafe hours will be 7.30 a.m. to 8.30 p.m. Sunday through Thursday, and then 7.30 to 9 on Friday and Saturday. Moana Mercantile will be open 8 a.m. to 9.30. The Pineapple Lanai will be open from 10 a.m. to 9 p.m. And the Tambu Lounge will be open from 2 to 9 Sunday through Thursday and 4 to 11 on Friday and Saturday, beginning November second, the monorail station at the Polynesian Village and uh, Polynesian Village Resort will be closed. All right. Um, 
And then for annual pass holders, uh, they've had some nice discounts lately, and now their discounts are being extended over to Shop Disney. That's right. If you have an annual pass, you now get 30% off on Shop Disney. All you have to do is use the promotion code AP30OFF at checkout. I wonder if anybody can use that. How do they, don't they, do you have to put in a number or what's the story? Uh, in order to do that, you have to confirm to make sure that your annual pass is linked to your Disney Parks account. So you have, you have to sign in to your Shop Disney experience. That makes more sense. Yep. Um, and then Marvel Studios has released a trailer for WandaVision. That's right. WandaVision coming soon to Disney Plus is the story of uh, Wanda Maximoff, also known as the Scarlet Witch from the Marvel movies, and the Vision, uh, also known as the Vision, uh, who is the android created uh, during which movie was that? No idea. Uh, that was the second Avengers movie with uh, Age of Ultron. Great. Uh, and this is the first entry of Marvel Studios uh, on the Disney Plus uh, site. Uh, it was supposed to, you know, it replaces F uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which was supposed to be the first release, but they got tied up because they were shooting overseas during the COVID thing. Um, so now WandaVision is going to be the first release. If you've seen the trailer, it's kind of crazy. Um it, it, it harkens to a whole bunch of time periods. It There's looks so good. Some '50s elements, some '60s sitcoms. Like they're in the Brady Bunch set at one point. Uh, it's very much like an I Love Lucy slash Bewitch set. Um, it, it goes through multiple time periods. A bunch of Easter eggs in the vid, in the in the trailer. If you're a Marvel fan, which I won't get into now because Cheryl will just be bored to tears, as will most everyone else. Uh, but um, yeah, it's pretty cool. the The trailer's been up on our page. Uh, since Sunday night, it debuted during the Emmys. And, uh, you know, it, it's kind of like bewitched, like a hallucinogenic bewitched right now. <laughs> All right, then. In Universal News... Fright Fix with Daytime Haunted Houses is officially happening. That's right. We all know this past weekend they did Halloween seasonal experience testing. And I guess it went well. Yeah, they were because they were sold out. They were sold out. So Universal is going to continue that on September 26th and 27th, which is a weekend. And then they will be available daily from October 3rd through November 1st. Um, guests will be able to experience Universal Monsters, The Bride of Frankenstein Lives, and The Revenge of the Tooth Fairy on those dates. And you can wear costumes during that. Uh, they will be utilizing Universal's virtual line reservation system. And then additionally, you can go to the Halloween Horror Nights Tribute Store, which has all of the merchandise and food options that you would have gotten at uh, the Halloween Horror Nights. Uh, there will be the Skeleton Bar in Cafe La Bamba will be serving up specialty drinks. And uh, Pizza Fries will be at Louis Italian Restaurant. Um, so all sorts of exciting stuff. And then there's also that new Scarecrow Stock Scavenger Hunt. Uh, that is opening. Um, so that's uh, that's going to be some a fun Halloween at Universal. Yeah, I'm happy for Universal. Um, Halloween has got to be their biggest holiday. Like, I think that they probably get the biggest crowds for Halloween. Um, big money-making time for them. So it's great that they've figured out a way to sort of uh, maximize their profits during the Halloween time. Yes. All right. Um, SeaWorld, also trying to capitalize on what they're good at. Um, is extending their craft beer festival. <laughs> yes. Uh, they must have had some leftover kegs because they have extended it from September 20th to November 1st. Uh, oh. So mm -hmm. it, it features more than 100 craft brews, a mix of domestic and Florida favorite beers, and they have 20 food items as well as wine and cocktail offerings. Uh, so this takes place from 3 p.m. until park close on Fridays, all day Saturdays, and Sundays. As a reminder, you have to make date-specific theme park reservations for SeaWorld 
on SeaWorld.com. All right. And then lastly, some cruise line news. Uh, Clea made an announcement about cruise lines. That's right. Clea, which is the Cruise Lines International Association, which makes up 95% of the cruise line industry, has given their roadmap to return to sailing, and it involves mandatory COVID-19 tests for everyone sailing and the wearing of masks. Um, It also involves uh, crew testing. And while each line had been working on their own plans, um, they have banded together to put some recommendations out. Their uh, chief recommendations are that anyone planning to sail should have a COVID-19 test between five days and 24 hours of departure and have received a negative uh, result. Anyone who tests positive should not board or even come to the port, nor should anyone in that person's travel party. Uh, Prior to boarding, passengers will be screened for symptoms, which includes temperature taking and questions, which may lead to a secondary uh, testing. Uh, Social distancing and face protection uh, guidelines will be followed, uh, and the wearing of face coverings indoors and maintenance of six feet of social distance while checking in and while sailing and in major public areas indoors while people congregate. Um, So, you know, the cruise line industry... Uh, the CDC shut down cruising through the end of September. The cruise line industry said, we're not going to sail until at least November. Um, so, you know, they want to get back to work okay. and they've put their recommendations in. Uh, the CDC was taking recommendations from the public through, uh, I believe, like two days ago. So uh, this is their entry uh, into that. And uh, hopefully we'll get some guidance from the CDC as to when sailing can can start up again. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. You have anything else? No, I have nothing. Awesome. Then until Friday, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast.